Welcome to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm Jim Hamill. It is now spring, and with it will come some warmer weather, thankfully. Also, beautiful flowers bloom and wildlife begins to creep back out into plain sight. We have so many great ways to get out and experience the spring season from hiking to biking to even bird watching. And while there is plenty to enjoy, there is also a word of caution to residents and visitors alike to be vigilant when it comes to the outdoors and ticks. While they can be tricky to spot and potentially harmful if they should transmit disease, there's an amazing program in place at East Stroudsburg University that handles the testing of those ticks. More on the Tick Lab at ESU in just a bit. The Poconos is a year-round destination for millions, and with 2,400 square miles of rivers, lakes, forests, and mountains with historic downtowns and iconic family resorts, it's the perfect getaway. You can always find out more on PoconoMountains.com or watch PTN, the Pocono Television Network, streaming live 24-7. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. We'll have a new episode each week highlighting lots of the fun things you can experience here in the Poconos. Subscribe and leave a review and or comment on whatever platform you listen. Back to the episode now. Brianna Strunk sat down at the campus of East Stroudsburg University with the people who make the Tick Lab function as a resource for everyone in the Poconos and beyond. Here's a listen to that segment. Hope you learned something you didn't know before. It's that time of year when we're all spending more time outdoors, especially here in the Pocono Mountains. But with that means tick season is here. But there is a lab right here in the heart of the Pocono Mountains at East Stroudsburg University, where you can actually submit a tick to see if it was carrying any diseases and how long it was on you. It's really impressive. So here to talk all about the lab, we have State Representative Rosemary Brown, Nicole Chinisi, and Jamie Delcane. So thanks for having us here today. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Okay, first question coming to you, Nicole. The lab is actually located a floor below us right here in the Innovation Center. So tell us about the lab itself. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Jean Huffman originally founded the lab in 2005, and we've been testing ticks. We do a lot of different wildlife research, um, but our tick testing is one of our most important things where people, residents will submit their ticks to us. We test them for different tick-borne illnesses. They get their results back, and it helps them with early detection of a tick-borne illness. And is this lab very unique? It is. There's only a few of us in the United States, um, actually two that are really big in testing for residents. Wow. And thanks to a lot of work from State Representative Rosemary Brown, the tick testing is free to Pennsylvania residents, which is huge. I mean, I'm sure many people wouldn't submit ticks if they had to pay hundreds of dollars. So talk about that grant funding and what you want the public to know. It's really a tremendous service. So I want the public to know that if they do find a tick on them, sometimes you don't find the tick, the tick can fall off and you don't ever know that you've had a tick on you. So that's important to know too. But if you do have a tick on you or if your child has a tick or anyone you know, that they should immediately take it off as soon as they find it and place it in a plastic bag and then go to the ticklab.org site and be able to fill out the information to send the tick in to be tested. That the testing of the tick is so important because it gives you an indication what pathogens or what disease might be inside that tick. It also tells you how long the tick has been on you, which I know Nicole will talk about further on in the show, how long it's been on you and the ability for that tick to transmit the disease. So this is a really strong tool for patients to talk to their doctor about and to really prevent 
long-term disease with Lyme disease or any other tick-borne illness. So with that, um, Pennsylvania being one of the highest as far as Lyme disease um, and reported cases, you know, I, I realized that this was something that was extremely important. And uh, the ability to pay for the tick testing, of course, comes into play. Um, I personally had a tick on my son, and this is how it started. And uh, I have a background a little bit in the pharmaceutical world, and I said, I have to have this tick tested. I brought the tick into the lab, and they said, Rosemary, would you like the tick tested for Lyme disease, or would you like the full panel of pathogens that seem to be showing up in ticks? And I said, give me the full panel. Of course, this is my son, and this is health. And uh, what more important ways to spend your money? Um, but it, it was still a bill, and um, I thought, this is really tough because this is important for people to have done to prevent disease. Um, but the financial piece of it shouldn't hinder the fact of protecting your family or yourself. And so right at that, I started, the, the wheels started turning in my head what I could do in my position as a state representative. So here I was a mom, had this situation, and then took the opportunity of being in my role uh, to, to see what I could do better. And that's when I came up with the idea that, boy, we should subsidize this because it could help prevent long-term disease. Um, and it also could help build on the surveillance and the data that is really necessary to better understand Lyme disease and tick-borne illness. Such great points. So once again, the basic panel of tick testing is free to Pennsylvania residents. But we do have a lot of people watching this show outside of Pennsylvania. And like you said, one of the only labs in the country in the area doing this. So what if someone from outside of Pennsylvania is watching this and they want to submit a tick? Absolutely. So you could still use our service even if you're not a resident. So ticklab.org is our website. Uh, you go on, fill out your information. Um, unfortunately, if you're not in Pennsylvania, there is not funding for you to receive it for free. But our basic panel is only $50 and right now it covers five tick-borne illnesses and they're the most common tick-borne illnesses that we find in ticks in the Northeast. So they still have access to the testing, which provides, as Representative Rosemary Brown has said, a very important details to what you've been exposed to. So hopefully you can use that as a tool and a guide for your position to understand any symptoms that may arise. And the ticks go through different stages. So it is astounding to see when they are little, they are the size of a freckle, the size of a pen tip, and then they get larger and larger. So Walk us through the process of how you test a tick once it, it arrives here to the facility. Absolutely. So the ticks usually arrive in the mail. Uh, we do have drop boxes outside of our building and at Representative Rosemary Brown's office. Uh, but the tick arrives. We crush it up as well. We identify it. We do the engorgement. We tell you how long that tick has been attached, which gives you important information of your risk for a tick-borne pathogen to be transmitted. Uh, we crush it up. We go through the scientific method of what we extract out is DNA. Um, DNA makes the, the testing very accurate. Um, then it goes through the polymerase chain reaction, which a lot of people might be familiar now with COVID testing, which uses that qPCR. It's the same testing method. We target regions of the pathogen's DNA. Um, and then once the results are done, we put it in the computer and you get a text message and an email within 72 hours. As simple as that. It's very simple. And Jamie, you're big in this process with prevention. And we all know here in the Poconos, especially this time of year, people are going outside, hiking, biking, uh, Lyme disease being very high here in Pennsylvania. So what can people do, whether they live here in the Poconos or just visiting on vacation? What do you suggest they do before heading outside? Yes, of course. Um, prevention starts before going outdoors. Um, so we would recommend treating your clothing and your gear. 
um, and then also packing a tick spray for your skin. Um, also wear light color, light colored clothing. Um, tuck your pants into your socks. Wear long sleeve shirt and pants, and wear a hat. Those are great tips. Yeah. And then what about after spending time outdoors? You come inside. Is there some sort of way to uh, check for ticks? Because as we said, uh, some of them are very small, could be easily mistaken for a freckle. Yes, yes. Um, so before going indoors, it's really important to check yourself, your loved ones, your pets. And ticks are drawn to dark, moist areas on your body. So it's important to check those hard-to-reach areas and check spots. So on your back, under your armpits, behind your knees, hairline, behind your ears, belly button, between your fingers and toes. Wow. Yeah. And this time of year, spring, summer, are there certain ticks uh, that we should be on the lookout for? Yeah, so the most active ticks during that spring and summertime are the adult female black-legged deer ticks, the nymph black-legged deer ticks, the lone star adult female and nymph ticks, and then as well as the adult American dog ticks. So we're talking about ticks on people, but a lot of people associate ticks with uh, being on their pets, their dogs, their cats. So do you handle testing for pets as well? We do. Um, pets can be exposed to tick-borne illnesses, and some of those tick-borne illnesses can be very serious in our, our pets. So anaplasmosis uh, or lichiosis, things like that. So we do test the ticks um, from animals. And like what was mentioned earlier from Representative Rosemary Brown is we're not only using this information to give you a tool for early diagnostics for you and your, your loved ones and your pets, but it's also used for surveillance across the state. So right now we're wrapping up our first three years of this free testing and we have over 50,000 ticks that we've tested. So it's giving us a really good indication of what's in our environment, what type of ticks we have out there, and what pathogens that are in these ticks. So now we can start to look at what mitigation strategies that we could do to reduce the tick-borne pathogens in our environment and see if we could reduce what we're seeing in Pennsylvania. Wow, that's so important. And people watching this, you know, say they're outside and they're debating whether or not they want to go through the hassle of actually submitting the tick. Uh, maybe they just want to hope for the best, but do you really encourage everybody to submit a tick that they find on themselves? Absolutely. It is free. Um, so other than just filling out the information and slapping a stamp on that envelope, send it in because it, even if you're not as worried about tick-borne illnesses, it can give us a lot of information and indication of what's going on in our environment. Um, so submit the tick. We'll do the testing. We'll get you your results. Um, and it also helps with symptoms. So if you are feeling in three, six months later, really tired. Um, right now we're battling a lot of illnesses and uh, cri health crises going on right now with COVID. So can we identify if those symptoms are related to a tick-borne pathogen or are they related to COVID? So I absolutely recommend the Smith that tick for testing. And when it comes to funding, the, the free uh, testing for Pennsylvania residents, you've secured several rounds of grant funding in order to make that free service possible. And um, that funding runs out, so people are really using this. They are using it, and we plan on having this consistent funding, if not having it increased over time as well. And we have had it increase, which is a good thing. I think the uh, consensus in Harrisburg, uh, we have convinced the importance of the program and how effective it is. And again, it's meant to help the patient and also help the state and help our medical community understand Lyme disease and tick-borne illness better. There's still a lot of questions regarding treatments and um, exposures and diagnoses. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of education still to happen out there 
for our primary care doctors so that we don't have cases missed um, in Pennsylvania. So I think doing this show is great because uh, the importance of people saying, hey, if they see a tick, if they have it, send it in, get it tested. It is really, really something um, that we have to pay attention to. And uh, there is an ability to prevent. And this is a great time of year to have this conversation with people getting outdoors more here in the Poconos. Uh, ticks are uh, really big this time of year. So, Jamie, from the prevention side, any final words that you want to leave with viewers? Yes. Um, when you're going outdoors, 46% of individuals are actually reporting tick exposures right in their own backyard. Um, so that's really important when you're going to do yard work or gardening or just playing in the yard to do those prevention tips before and after. Great advice. And any final words you want to leave? Absolutely. So it's we love outdoors and we want everyone to continue to go outdoors. It's great for immune systems and, and uh, seeing the Pocono Mountains is beautiful. But being aware of ticks, um, that's your best prevention is you know that they're there. So whenever you're outside and you come inside, just do a tick check. Um, one other thing you could do, too, is make sure your gear or anything you're wearing gets thrown in the dryer because ticks are hitchhikers, so they might still be crawling around. So we want to get those ticks killed in the dryer, 10 minutes high heat. Um, this way they don't crawl out of off your clothing and onto you later on or onto a pet. Um, so still enjoy the outdoors. Practice your prevention. And if you do end up with a tick bite, know that we're here and we're here to be proactive to help you with understanding if uh, you've been exposed. This is all a lot of great information, a lot to take in. So if you want to go over this information and learn more how exactly to submit a tick, how could people do that? What's the website? Yes, um, so you wanna visit ticklab.org and we also have lots of tips and helpful information on our social media handles at PA Tick Lab. State Representative Rosemary Brown, Nicole Jamie, thanks for inviting us here today. Our thanks to everyone at ESU involved with the Tick Lab. We all need a vacation. There's so much right here in the Poconos. Walks in the sun along one of our shorelines. Visiting parks or even family fun water parks. Our cool free stuff like Boulder Field. Get away from it all and you can do it close to home. The Poconos, an easy drive for an amazing vacation. And it's a good value. For offers and deals, please visit us at PoconoMountains.com slash offers. We're back. I'm Jim Hamill. I mentioned at the top of the podcast about bird watching. Pocono Television Network had a segment about the hobby just a couple years ago, and it's still as relevant as it was then today. Thank you and enjoy. Carolina Wren is singing. Cedar waxwing. Cedar waxwings um, have an extremely high-pitched song. The song sparrow, perhaps the most adaptable of all North American songbirds. I've been a bird watcher for 40 years. Uh, but then, of course, I grew up here, so I spent all my time running around in the, the forests and splashing in the creeks. Catbird and the pokeweed. And so pokeweed is one of the real critical fuels for helping them put on weight fast to help with migration. Poconos are a fantastic place to go birding. And now that we have an even expanded network of open space properties, the opportunities are that much greater to get out there and enjoy birds here in the Poconos. If you really like to go hiking, don't go out with birders because birders will stop for a fairly decent period of time just to wait and listen. 
Uh, you really need two things. A good pair of binoculars and uh, some reference material. Now there's all kinds of stuff available for your smartphones. A field guide to the birds, um, and it could be digital now on your phone. The star, the highlight of the Forever Green Preserve is the bald eagle. So there's an active bald eagle's nest here on the property. This nest has been here probably a decade. Even without eagles in the nest, it's still an impressive sight. They will add more sticks to it every year. It's not too uncommon where nests actually get so large that the trees could no longer support them. Everything about the Poconos is perfect for eagles. They just weren't here. Now there's probably 20 nests in Monroe County alone. You can never have a bad experience when you go birding. The birds are, are vocal. They're active during the day. Uh, they're colorful, beautiful, they engage in incredible behaviors, and so they're just a lot of fun to pay attention to. So it's a great way to connect with nature. The Tick Lab at East Stroudsburg University and bird watching in the Poconos, two extremely important ways to know more about our ecosystem and how we can benefit from being outdoors and using best practices to keep us and wildlife safe. Thank you so much for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. Please remember to subscribe anywhere podcasts are available. Come visit us in the Pocono Mountains. Plan your trip today.